Well, happy holidays. That's all I can say. We can't really visit our loved ones. We can't um, sit back and break bread with them. You know, thinking about how this virus in 2020 has been. And I look at those 70 million people who voted for Donald Trump and I wonder, where the fuck were you in these last three and a half fucking years? Did you have your head up your asses? You went back and voted for this shit? Were you paying attention? This dude fucked up our holidays. And you don't give a fuck if 250,000 people's dead. That they're telling us. All he's worried about is that. He won. Because white people voted for him. Hello, minorities voted against him. And white people voted against him. But nope. His voter fraud. You know, this country ain't shit. It hasn't been shit since it was founded. You know, some of you motherfuckers wrap yourselves in the flag and wave it around and talk about your how much you love this country in the back of your fucking pickup trucks. And people are dying and hungry and don't know where the fucking meals come, come from. And this is a holiday time when we supposed to be least festive and then you see a coup a fucking coup what is wrong with you oh well there's voter fraud you're seeing they're telling you a lie and some of you fuckers believe that shit maybe you need to pull your heads out of your asses and realize systemic racism exists If you think this shit ain't fucked up, you're a fool. If you think tax cuts for rich, why they throw you nothing, why your loved one is dying in the hospital, can't get proper care, but these motherfuckers can find a miracle drug and they can be damn near on death row, I mean death row, but deathbed on their deathbed and get the fuck up next day, they kick in and walk up some stairs. Either... You're blind. Or a lot of you motherfuckers ignore the truth. That you're racist. You know, in my show today, I'm going to show you um, how propaganda works on Newsmax, Fox News. And my daughter, she's going to come in because she was saying, hey, there's no way those Republicans, they know he's a dumbass. But, you know, I'm just going to let you know, young folks see how clear these young people are. They see the shit. She's seen it. Because I was working on the podcast. She said, Dad, them fucking people know Donald Trump's a fucking idiot. But they need those dumbass supporters. All right? And if we're going to make this democracy work, man, we got to fucking get our heads out of our asses and realize systemic racism exists. This fucking country was founded on it. And greed and selfishness. Alright? Because you got to know one damn thing about this country. 
What they fuckers say, don't listen to. Look at what the fuck they do. So when you see these motherfuckers out here claiming it's voter fraud, they're the ones who kept committing the fucking fraud. When these motherfuckers sit up there and say they trying to steal the election, they're the ones who are going to steal the election. When you look at a party with mostly old, racist-ass, white, segregationists and Nazis, how the fuck can you fucking work with people like that? You know, to pull a coup in the United States? Are they fucking crazy? I'll be right back. What's up, everyone? How you doing? You listen to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm your host, Ricky Cole. You know, yesterday, Giuliani made a fool of himself along with the rest of the lawyers, well, Trump lawyers. Um, they came up with all types of lies, talking about um, voter fraud, only in black states, I mean, in black districts now, because black folks turned out and showed out and got Donald Trump out of the White House. You know, we're tired of saving democracy. But those demons and those traitors are still amongst us. Now, Fox News is running away from the story right now. I've been checking out Fox and Lion Ass Friends. Those guys left it up to Hannity all night. I'm going to play some of that later on on the show. But Hannity, when is he going to go? He need to disappear. Because white supremacy, we know who you are now. Okay, that's why that whole platform was designed. But Fox is not racist enough, so they came up with a new platform called Newsmax. I'm not even going to talk about St. Clair Broadcasting. That's why Florida and Southern states are so stupid, because you hear this shit every day. That's why people not wearing a mask. That's why white boys rap, grabbing their guns, thinking there's some freedom, democracy, my rights, and all that crazy shit. But back to Newsmax. Okay, I'm listening to some call-in on Chris, some other fuck his name show. Because um, I'm not going to promote his racism. Now, he's listening to the Giuliani thing. And he's trying to come up with a racist narrative, okay? A narrative of bullshit, really. So this is how white supremacy played the game. Because they have the money. We're always looking at the poor, the poor cracker. Who don't have no common sense and running around with track. I mean, Trump, Trump signs. And running around with... Um, Trump paraphernalia, painting this truck with Trump, um, grabbing this AR-15. Not those fools. I'm talking about these rich motherfuckers who knows how to manipulate those poor motherfuckers into believing they bullshit through their propaganda machine, like Newsmax and um, St. Clair Broadcasting, as well as Ross Limbaugh, who's in there, and cancer and death won't even fuck with him right now because he's too fucking toxic for hell. That's Ross Limbaugh. Now, these rest of these fuckers. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I got you shout out. Hey, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I got a shout out for him. That little fucker. Yeah, he still, he just disappeared after his way. His hands too much, no lubricant. Uh, Carly B don't want you jerking off to her beats no more. All right, that's, that's Ben Shapiro. And then that crazy Candace Owens, she's going to pop up somewhere later on, along with them other, what you call them, tokens. They don't even have respect for them. They use them like pawns. That's what white-wing Nazis do. So anyway, back to this 
the segment. All right. This guy is running the segment of Giuliani and Donald Trump lawyers press conference yesterday. So he's trying to what, analyze it just, I don't know. Let's find out and now I can come back in because it sounds like he's trying to make excuses for something that's no excuse for. It. You know, it is what it is. We know who you are now. Can't cover it up. So let's, let's listen to this. We all know there were reports coming out about Russian election interference, Chinese election interference, Iranian interference in our elections. There are, there is backup in our intelligence community that says that what Sidney Powell just said was a truism. And as a matter of fact, the Democrat socialists spent the last four years trying to say that it was Russian interference in our election that gave us Donald J. Trump. It was a lie, of course. Now they want to have it the other way. Well, since Biden won, there's no way that foreign interference could have impacted this election because their side won, you see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I want to... Wait a minute, before I let that little lying bastard keep doing. See how Nazi propaganda work? Oh, no, see, you, you said it was Russian collusion, which, um, if you want to realize that it was not only Russians, it was, see, Steve Bannon, um, what was that other one who um, got convicted? Uh, I can't think of his name right now because he disappeared. Oh, yeah, that little snake Roger Stone. And um, they covered it up, put it like that. But when Manafort, yeah, when Manafort brought his ass back in, anyone who know who Manafort, you knew that he was some trouble coming from the other side of the, you know, pond. But most of this shit came from some crooked British who believes in that Brexit mess. See, this is all connected from some white nationalism. This is global shit. You know, that's why I say... Rupert Murdoch and these motherfuckers who own Newsmax are nothing more than white nationalists with money. These, you know, you got to go back to the boom times, man. Back in 1938, when these first fascists was in Madison Square Garden. This is what fascism is right here, right now. Now, they're trying to blame socialism, but they get, hey, grandma gets social security check. You know, the one that you sent off to the uh, convalescent home. You hardly visit. And you definitely ain't going to go visit her now. Wave at her through the window. Need I say more? If she's alive. These people are dangerous. Now let's listen to the rest of this lying piece of shit so we can get this shit off the air. This is what we can blame Facebook, Twitter, and Diggly Dung Dung, whatever you want to call it out there. This is the problem right here. Stop making excuses. This propaganda been rolling for way before Facebook and Twitter. This is white nationalism, the worst. This is what the Republican Party has turned into. They segregationists and fascists. Find out more about this, don't you? But a lot of the press says, Mama, Mama, I'm not listening. Does that make them journalists or does that make them Democrats? In my mind, it makes them Democrats. And the interference with our elections here in the United States the Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, mm -hmm. not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela 
at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. Right. Dana Perino, you guys might remember who Dana Perino is. She is the former press secretary, secretary for George W. Bush. She is saying Dominion should sue Sidney Powell. Sue Sidney Powell because I, apparently Dana Perino trusts and loves and adores herself some Dominion voting machines. You know, when bullshit flows, it flows like water. You know what I'm saying? It's just flowing right down out of his mouth onto that mic out to you. That's what I'm just saying. You know, this woman... Chef has been dead for seven years, but yet he, oh yeah, Joe Biden is going to be president, so let me go on over there and help him and those black people get Donald Trump out, because Donald Trump was such a great fucking guy and so perfect for this country, and he was a white Jesus that he is now under threat from the Venezuelan dead man and some fucking software that somehow ends up in every state software, computers, voting for computers, whatever the fuck they talking about. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Donald Trump and these fucking people was planning a fucking coup and they got Steve Bannon gave away the playbook when he was drinking on TV. One thing about Steve Bannon, when he get a few shots of that good liquor in it, he tells you the fucking truth, how he's really fit. He need to go get some counseling, because his daddy wasn't shit. What, he walked in on mom and dad fucking or something? I don't know. But Steve Bannon has some serious fucking problems. So they go out here, and they get some fool like Donald Trump, who, by the way, was the birther and king. Then, like the first black man in the White House, let me see the Koch brothers run and created the Tea Party movement, right? Then all of a sudden, all of the rednecks who was racist come on with the Tea Party, and just so happens, QAnon and this one and that one, and the gun nuts and the NRA, right? And crooked bills to Alex. All of this shit is white supremacy fighting civil rights. They do not want black folks to have the same. For some fucking reason, they passed that racism down like it's an inheritance. <laughs> and this is what we end up with. But you don't have the right to, you know, freedom of speech. We don't want to hear your bullshit anymore. You have white boys out there with guns. And these fuckers who sit some rules, Max, they are running high. They know COVID is killing people. That's why I say sometimes I wonder, I wonder, was this virus by accident? Where shit's going? I'm just saying, you want some conspiracy? Let's figure out. This supposed to be the China virus. Or would this someone pay the Chinese to fucking engineer it? Because they created this shit. If they created a propaganda machine to lie to people, to mislead the public just for power, they'll do anything. Let's finish listening to these lying fuckers. And Smartmatic software. Question to you, Miss Perino. Why hasn't the lawsuit been filed? Now I'm sniffing and looking so, let's, let's just go ahead and go with your, like your, your supposition. Because the lawsuit needs to be filed. Why isn't Dominion rushing to court to sue Sidney Powell over her claims? 
and she need to go home and find a man or go home and please talk to a man or go home and just be the kiss ass wife that she wants to be because her mind is in the 1950s this is a new world and this is what the game is they don't want donald trump because he's such a fucking road scholar they want donald trump so they can fuck finish fucking our country over See, Steve Bannon, like I said, want to tear this shit down. And they want to come up with their utopia of white supremacy again. That's why these Nazis coming out of the woodwork. And these motherfuckers here are the Nazis that fund all of this shit. That's why I wonder how Lindsey Graham won his fucking seat back. That's why I wonder why um, Mitch O'Connell was smiling. Because he knew he wasn't going nowhere. It's them. It's your old racist motherfucking asses. It's, it's this country. And the ones who sit back and, and oh, I'm not racist. Oh, I, I'm liberal, whatever. You're going along with this shit because you're making excuses. This is what it is. This is how it sounds. And it's sad. <laughs> Why would you build something like that? <clears throat> Unless the objective was to have a voting machine that gave the illusion of fairness, but had the ability to change votes commensurate to those who control the tabulator. Sidney Powell's making some great points. I'm willing to give her the time to prove it. Why are so many who call themselves journalists not willing to do so? See, he's playing this, oh, it's your fault, you don't, you don't believe her, but give her time to prove it. What are you gonna prove, huh? See, this is the game and he smirks. He get paid to do this shit. But he got, he, all he's doing is feed, feeding that base that poison. And that poison is dangerous. You listen to the cold comedy show, I'll be right back. Like, come on, the, the million bigot march. There's no such thing as Corona. Go ahead, take There's no such thing as Corona. It's a hoax. I said, well, you say that shit two weeks from the day. That is a hoax when you can't breathe, you dumb idiot. One lady was out there yelling, Trump, Trump really won. The Democrats stole it. Trump is gonna be in the White House for four more years. He did a good job. Y'all Democrats are thieves. Proud boys running around puffing their chests out till they got their ass kicked when they went to Black Lives Matter Plaza. And then all of a sudden, Fox and they got jumped. They was the rest. They was at the restaurant. Wait a minute, hold on. They got attacked by Antifa. Wait a minute, hold on. They got attacked by Antifa. So did Hitler Germany got attacked by Antifa. We Black Lives Matter or Antifa. No, we no. niggas that don't. Antifa. Niggas getting tired of niggas white crackers. That's bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yo, wait a minute. You walk your white ass into. That's bullshit. You won't get hit. You're gonna get bold and drive through a black community waving a racist flag and you get the shit. Lucky you didn't get your car stolen, you motherfucker. Niggas be riding around in pickup trucks. Where you get this pickup from? For that white boy we left, met down the street there. Yo, man, they giving out pickups. And guns. They want to play war where black dudes actually live. No, they want to play war and dress up and run around talking about three percenters. One dude actually talking shit talking about, well, if the president get kicked out of the White House, 
And he was talking to that crazy dude that run around with no shirt and always selling vitamins. And Infowars, <laughs> right? This motherfucker running around here, yeah! You yelling, and the other guy took back, yeah, with a patch over her glasses, talking about, you know, yeah, we're the three percenters. We went and did some recon in D.C., you know, rolled around the park a little bit, ducked around some freaking statues, made sure everything was clear for our boys to be here to protect the Trump staying off his rally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got some guys on the outskirts of D.C. When the president gives us the word, we can come in and talk to tyranny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got plenty of guns. We got plenty of this. I'm looking at these dudes. I'm like, yeah, you bring that shit into D.C., you'll be plenty of ass whooping. That's what's going to happen. I mean, these motherfuckers, we're getting well-trained. Well-trained, nigga. You pull out a gun, you must forget your white privilege only have a limit. You know what I'm saying? You running that, you run, they running that white privilege to the end. I mean, to the end of that limit. You like on E. You empty, motherfuckers. Y'all, you about ready to stop and get your ass fucked up. But this is the problem. And then Trump out here don't give a shit. People dying from the virus. But then I'm looking at it like this, right? I'm looking. I said, okay, you had a million bigot march Saturday. Christmas. September, we won't have about half of them bigots to be gone. So we don't have to worry about the other one. There'd be half of them left because that corona going to come through and kill them because they're the ones who voted against their own interests. And they were talking about, well, 19% blacks voted for Trump. 88% of white women voted for Trump. Now, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to take your vagina rights away and you fucking <laughs> voting for this guy talking about I think he bringing jobs back and, of niggas. No, no that's what he said hey niggas coming to your neighborhood white girls are like oh you know I only date them and I got a couple in my family I know the couple at job at the job but I don't want them in my neighborhood you know what I'm saying I, you know too many niggas you know too many and that's what happened they're gonna mess about schools aren't they you know, stuff like that. That's how they think. And they all ran to vote for Trump. And they be smiling in our face. Who do you vote for? Well, you know, I, I, I wasn't really sure because my parents was Republicans. And this and I always vote for, you know, they voted Republican. Well, did you vote for Trump? Well, you know, they always making excuses, you know. And, but them Southern ones, they come out. I like Trump. He represents us. Don't don't say that. Please don't say he represents you because all he represents the world's looking at white America, especially rural, red, and white America. Because they're the gun-loving Americans. And, and, and the world looking at them like, look at those fools. Following Trump right down the rabbit hole. Oh! <laughs> I noticed um, when the rich get COVID, like this lady down in Georgia, all of a sudden she tests positive and she tests negative, and now she tests negative again, or she's positive, whatever. But they don't wear masks. And I noticed um, Mike Penton, the rest of them guys, you know, they must know, you know, they must know more than what they're telling us because I noticed when, when they get COVID, they get, they get better. And when poor people get COVID, they die. And some of them get better. You know, Ben Carson, um, 
<laughs> ben Carson, um, he was he was pretty down a couple weeks ago. Now he's great because he got that cocktail of drugs they gave Donald Trump. They gave to Ben Carson. Now. Um, Chris Christie was down. I noticed when he was down, when Trump had it, um, all of a sudden he's doing great. And Chris Christie is overweight. See, I'm going Trump was definitely overweight, but I don't think he really had it. And if he did, you know, he was probably trying to take out Joe. But, um, but, uh, it's funny. It's funny. Only person that get, didn't get it in time that secret cocktail of drugs was Herman Kane. And, uh, That's fucked up. That's really it. <laughs> wow. It really is. You really think about it. It's kind of messed up. You know, they forgot about their boy Herman Cain. forgot about Herman Cain. And they forgot about, um... Who else they forgot about? No, that's it. Herman Cain. Because, um, Ben Carson, he was sick. He was down. They had him down for the count. I was like, oh, they're going to let that brother go, huh? Nope. He came back. Come on, Ben Carson had a cocktail of a miracle drug that they gave um, Donald Trump, and now he's kicking and running. Two days in, he's running around. I'm like, okay, so why can't they give it to the rest of the people? Oh, it's a cocktail of medicine. What kind? We don't know. Yeah, they know what that shit is, man. They know because they helped make this shit. I'm telling you. Um, now, this lady down in Georgia, she caught it, hanging out with um, the vice president. <laughs> And all of a sudden, Pence just spreading that shit like he's a guy. I don't know. You might be a carrier. You, you look so demonish. You know, you know how them fake religious people are. They always got something to give you or sell you. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. But Trump said he's going to sign and get rid of that 14th Amendment. It's just annoying. He's going to do it in executive order on Monday. I like, damn, that dude did not pay attention in school. But I don't know. They didn't stack the courts with a bunch of kids' asses. So they might end up saying, yeah, because I know it's a Republican. like, well, you know, you have the right to protest. I'm like, dude, this was Barack Obama protesting that Trump won the presidency. Like, fuck no, I ain't going nowhere. Y'all <laughs> white folks want to lost your damn mind. <laughs> no, they would have, like, bring the military in. He's, oh, he's pulling a coup. And I'm like, dude, this is what Trump is doing. And they ain't making all types of excuses. You think he's trying to start a movie theater, um, a, 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 a network to challenge Fox News? More on the far, 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 far right? I'm looking at him like, dude, you can't get no farther than these nuts. Anything other than that, we're screwed. Because I ain't never seen no president say, I ain't want, I want. No, you didn't. No, I won. Count them again. Third time. Some fool's like, we're counting them again. Nigga laws. We're counting them motherfuckers. Georgia. Pump governor. Tell the dude, look, man. You're done. Leave it alone. We ain't counting nothing else. Count them again. Count them again and add these ballots to, <laughs> to the bunch. We found them in the corner somewhere in the postal service. <laughs> and it was all Trump ballots. For some reason, they didn't count them. Like 3,500 here, 7,000 there. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to like cheat. <laughs> and they always talking about voter fraud. Yeah, they did. No, the ones who Holland voter fraud is the one who committed the fraud. 
Shoot. Don't, don't listen to what they say. Listen, you know, look at what they're doing. It tells you everything you need to know. People screwed up. But we won't have no rights after Monday afternoon. <laughs> All those voters we voted for. That dude said, I'm going to do it in executive order. No, it's the 14th Amendment. Oh, I can get rid of that with the executive order. I mean, you're like, damn, you deep to, you really want to cheat. See? That voter he, No, they don't realize that it affects them. I'm talking about the black people like Van Carson. That means they got to take the drug away that saved his life. Like, yo, man, give me that shit back. You're not one of us anymore. Get the fuck. I mean, you're talking about taking our rights away, making a second-class citizen, and taking our rights away to vote. By executive order. That is, I mean, you got to, I mean, Stephen Miller needs to go home because, dude, you been watching way too many right-wing movies. <laughs> that shit ain't going to happen. It might have happened then, but it ain't happening now. You can stack whatever type of judge you want up there. These guys, they lost their mind. I knew something was wrong when Paula White was out there talking about Go to Africa team and something, black people. So, oh, what the hell did this woman just say? The angels of Africa come and say, John. Angels of Africa come and say, John. What? That's a dad. And you say, this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's, this is your brain on drugs. Look, look at it. Oh, white. Billy Graham Jr. Yeah, Billy Graham Jr. He out there talking about, and my father. Dude, y'all all racist. We see right through your white supremacy in your SSs. It's the same thing, you know? But he's trying to cheat. But thank God we did got Joe. He's sweet on the job. Talking about, you know, I just want peace with everyone, you know? We got to pull the unity together. Joe, shut the fuck up. Where are the contest when I need her to tell Joe ass off? You think they're trying to fuck you over? You talking about what? I just talk to him. I got some friends, aren't I? Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll be right back more of the cold comedy show. Well, let's go back into the cage and find out what's wrong with these animals and what make them so riled up to believe anything Donald Trump says. Well, we found one, Mark Levin. This guy need to get laid. I mean, the anger and the constitutional original sense of the blah, 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 blah. basically he's saying we're white and we don't like niggers and you know the usual but he's saying it in they so-called code language you know the constitution Pennsylvania you know naming this towns like where the niggers at where the black lives we want to take their rights away you know row row he get paid good money to be a white nationalist propaganda so so just listen to this freaking crap and tell me why you think those Trumpers are so fucked up. This shit is not an accident. To accept ballots that are postmarked by November 2 and received within 14 days of the election, the deadline for results to be certified. These ballots have to be counted as provisional ballots. 
legislature didn't pass that. The Republicans didn't agree to that. In Wisconsin, a U.S. federal district judge ruled that ballots postmarked by November 3rd can be counted as long as they're received by November 9th. The legislature didn't do that in Wisconsin. And in Pennsylvania, these are all Republican legislatures that are being overruled by courts by these voting advocates, Democrats, who are bringing these cases. And in Pennsylvania, not only will mail ballots that are postmarked on or before 8 p.m. on Election Day and received by 5 p.m. the Friday after it be counted, due to a ruling from the state Supreme Court, any ballots that arrive within that time frame without a postmark or with an unreadable postmark will be presumed to have been sent before the cutoff point unless evidence indicates otherwise. That is a violation of the federal Constitution. State law did not provide for that. Before I let Levin try to prove his bullshit, this is the problem. There's a virus out there. Trump don't care. Mail-in ballots. Okay, it's, they're fine. As long as they, you know, as long as they're voting Republican. Their problem, when they know that they're the ones who slowed down the Postal Service... And those blacks who mail their ballots and they shouldn't have got where they're supposed to. But this is the argument. We know we're cheating. And we was this this cheat was planned perfectly. And what went wrong? Oh, I had to be here. Had to be Philadelphia. Oh no, they caught cock block here. Oh my god, you know, usual bullshit come out of propaganda smile. Now, I'm going to let you finish listening to this guy because he really got his shit down, written down, and talking points on walls. We're going to bring us some liberty in there somewhere and freedom and the Constitution maybe about 15 times, you know. You know, the usual, I'm so a patriotic, I am racist as hell. In Minnesota, ballots postmarked by election day and received within a week after the election will be counted. Both Massachusetts and Kentucky are allowing postmarked ballots received by November 6th to be counted in New Jersey. It goes on and on and on. These changes have been taking place. Notice this. I don't know of a single newsroom that has put a chart on the monitor to show you all the changes that occurred in the last year or so, even in the last 90 days, in these states by court order or by decisions of secretaries of states or boards of elections to get around Republican legislatures. This is a highly abusive and controversial election across the country. In Georgia, a federal judge ruled that ballots postmarked by election day will count. If election officials get them by the third day after the election, but the Secretary of State, the Republican National Committee, Georgia Republican Party are challenging this order, but you have courts that are just stepping in and changing the election laws. You know, when you want Jim Crow, your argument sounds so weak. When you know you're, you know, this is where where racism really hits the fan with their bullshit. Changing election laws. Who you think coming up with voter ID laws and all that other crap? Um, polling places, one drop box in one whole state. You know, all of this thing. But uh, how did that happen? Because we, you wouldn't let us cheat. And this is his argument. Now, he's going to bring in the Constitution because, you know, um, oh, these colonizers, they love coming up with some bullshit and wrapping themselves in their bullshit, you know. 
And this is, this is really quite shocking. Trump campaign lost its lawsuit in Nevada, seeking to stop the state from mailing out ballots, among other pursuits. Nevada changed its mail-in procedures, that they're mailing it to the, to the, the election rolls, 60 days before the election. Wow. Mm, 60 days. Some suspicious going on there. See? Oh, oh, oh. Because we can't cheat. Because we knew we was going to cheat. Because that's why we slowed down the mail, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. White power. 60 days. Then they put in ballot harvesting. And in a very controversial way. Oh, oh yeah. They went around and harvested some ballots. Like, just went out in the fields. And there they were. Plucked them off the freaking vine. They was everywhere. And we had some black person named John and Hahumahi to sign them. Let me finish. Checking signatures that, of course, excluded any Republican observer. And you can go on into New Jersey and these other states. So these are very serious matters. So when you have politicians who are just out there saying, like Romney, Romney has no idea what I'm talking about. He hasn't looked at a single thing. Neither is Sass, Mr. Con Neither does he. He don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. He can't blame Romney that. Because nobody knows what the fuck you talking about, Levin, except you and the fucking twins in your head. And you got to think about it. This guy get paid the bullshit. These truck driving crazy nuts with guns. He's like the Ross Limbaugh second turd. You know, I mean, Ross Limbaugh is the big turd. This guy is the next, you know, the little turd behind it. And then Ben Shapiro is the other turd. And the biggest turd of all um, is, uh, wow, Tucker Carlson. And then the shit pile is Hannity. And, you know, and the dropping of bullshit on top of that shit is um, Dudge Janine. And then, you know, that other turd that floats around the toilet just won't go down. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Laura Ingrams. You know, that's the, you know, and then all, oh, all, oh, all oh, the three little pieces of bullshit every morning. You got to get your Fox and friends in there. This guy is the biggest fucking shithead you ever want to listen to on TV. But yet they put him in, and you got people listening to this fucking shit. And he's not saying a goddamn thing, but hey, the niggers, we cheated and don't want the niggers to win and this and that in the Constitution. And I'm originalist. Let's get slavery back. That's what they're basically saying. We don't want you to have your rights. Apartheid, apartheid. Constitution. He's not Mr. Constitution. Now, what should happen in these states? What should have happened? And what should happen is that these Republican state legislatures in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, and these other states, Georgia and so forth, they should have issued a, a resolution early on. Here it comes. Stating that we, under the federal constitution, have an oath and have a duty mm -hmm. to ensure yeah. that Article 2 uh -huh. is upheld, that what? we make the election laws, okay. not anybody else, okay. period. Uh -huh. And that the election laws that were in place, yeah. but changed by federal and state courts, or by fiat, by a secretary of state or an election board, uh -huh. are null and void. And all counts should be based on the election laws that we put in place that were unconstitutionally altered. Any votes beyond that, any votes beyond that are illegal and unconstitutional. You hear the bullshit that that's flowed out, that man's mouth. In so many words... Hell with the black folks in the cities. We should have just threw those ballots out and just said white people only. 
You know, no more of this bullshit guy, man. This is what they listen to every day. This is what we're up against. This is systemic racism. That's what it is. He can disguise it any way you want to. Hey, man, we know their playbooks now. They are lied to the old racists at home. And you know those country pickup racists who with guns. They get bits and pieces of this bullshit. Next thing you know, my freedom at stake. My freedom at stake. My freedom at stake. And next thing you know, they riding around shooting people. Speaking of that, um, you know, <laughs> 2020 is a crazy year. It started out crazy. 2019, we knew it was going to get crazy because 19 was really crazy. 18 was crazy. It was freaking crazy ever since white nationalism started showing its ugly head throughout media. We weren't paying attention and the shit grew into a media empire of bullshit. And they moved over to the internet and the radio internet I just want you to recognize the dog whistles and the codes you know Ronald Reagan he was what a great president for the 80s for what racism we just was too stoned to realize that this, we knew he was racist. We just didn't pay that motherfucking attention, but I like that. Um, but he was patriotic. This guy is not patriotic. You know, and neither is this version of the so-called far right now. That's what they are. There's no such thing as no far left. Never have been. All right, but dog whistles down in Georgia now matter of fact Georgia's still on my mind Georgia you gotta get out and still you can't trust that postal service so you stand in line or you mail that thing in now get it fill it out and send it back this people gonna be sending out a lot of presents because we can't celebrate Christmas just like we can't celebrate Thanksgiving, even though some of these people out here, some of you are going to celebrate it anyway with your family. You know, you believe the bullshit that Fox News telling you. You know, we can't really trust none of it, but we got to listen. We got to pay attention and research and stay the fuck off those conspiracy sites. But listen to my crazy ass, okay? Do that. But with this, even people on the news now begin to realize the so-called religious far-right racism and all of that shit. They're slipping out with this new crew of Southern bigots. It's slipping out. A lot of progressive things, but he got really dangerous when he started talking about the war and he started talking about soldiers. Is there a possibility that what Reverend Warnock has said, this attack that Loeffler has against him right now, could actually end up backfiring and make him more popular from a moral and even a political standpoint with people in that state? I pray that's true. Uh, look, when Dr. King published Where Do We Go From Here, Chaos or Community, the, the nation's answer the next year was to murder him. We need to be very clear about that. 
And so, but I think it's really important here that Reverend Warnock not, um, how can I put this, capitulate to, to the move uh, that is being made by Loeffler and others. What happened in 2008, going back to the opening question, is that Obama had to adjust and then respond and then isolate and distance. There's no reason for Reverend Warnock to do that. In fact, he needs to go on the offensive here to defend his conception of the gospel, to understand and to put forward a view of what it means to be a progressive Christian in this moment. Not to, not to mute or quiet himself, but to embrace his ministry, to embrace his understanding of Christianity and push forward. We need not allow these folk to define the terms of our witness in this moment. So. Uh, it, yes, to answer your question directly, uh, Jason, it could be very well a, a, a reason to motivate black voters and other Christian voters to turn out and vote uh, and send, send, send Kelly Loeffler back home. Andra, you mentioned sort of in the opening you are an African-American evangelical voter. I'm curious, are black evangelical voters, are they ever affected by these kinds of messages? I, I mean, pastors are still revered in the black community. They're respected in the black community. Reverend Warnock has an excellent reputation locally. Is, is there some small sliver of mysterious black evangelicals who are going to look at this and say, you know what, if he's against the military, he might be against God in some shape, way, or form. Does, does this have any impact? Uh, no, the survey data points to the fact that black evangelicals and Democrats, like other black people are. Um, and so I wouldn't expect that this is going to have an impact at all. And I think sort of the theological fight that's here is that Kelly Loeffler, one, is trying to prime her base. Um, maybe she's trying to reach out to that small sliver of people who didn't vote for Donald Trump to try to scare or paint Raphael Warnock in demagogic terms of full. But what really is at stake here is how we interpret what's going on here. And the thing about going back to Reverend Wright is that we know the larger context of what he's saying. He wasn't using the Lord's name in vain. He was just critiquing America, and that's just as patriotic. So we're having this debate about who can critique and who is, in fact, patriotic. And then in terms of sort of looking at the God and Mammon speech in the larger context where he's saying you can't serve anything other than God, this is what often comes even I don't we're having, a little, we're having a little bit of difficulty with Andre. I, I want to jump real quick to Kalila. Uh, Kalila, another attack that has been sort of leveled uh, against Reverend Warnock lately is uh, questions about him being anti-Semitic, questions because he supported uh, certain policies that, that call for human rights for people in Israel. This is what I find really compelling. From an identity politics standpoint, white evangelicals are already going to be aligned with the Republican Party. Is there some group of people that is convinced that they were going to vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock, but now they think he's an anti-Semite because he was simply calling for human rights? It seems like that's a, that's a wasted shot uh, against a candidate with his kind of history. It's a wasted shot. It means that it's a signal of something that is much deeper than a failed understanding of a biblical text. Jason, think about the signal that happened when Paula White called on angels from Africa to descend on the American election. And people listened to that and thought, but why? And so if that can be done for Paula White and her group of supporters, then certainly Reverend Warnock can call on the wisdom of elders from Selma, from Memphis, from Nashville, and from Decatur to get people to understand what's really at stake. Just three months ago, that church was the site of the service for Representative John Lewis, for which Senator Leffler and others wrote these letters 
talking about his wisdom and his leadership. If you want to honor your colleague, then fall back from this kind of ignorance that is shown time and time again. It does not work Preach, as an electoral strategy, and it certainly does not work to bring people to the polls. Oh, yes, Lord. Aaron, that's the key here. We have to worry about people getting to the polls. Is this being used by local organizations to galvanize black voters? And more importantly, from a strategic standpoint, it seems like the Warnock campaign, they haven't had a clear response to this. Are they thinking that we don't really need to respond because it's a silly, or are they trying to come with a good counterpunch? Well, you know, Jason, I think for one, you're seeing Reverend Warnock responding uh, by living his faith. Uh, we heard last night that, that Kelly Loeffler has, uh, you know, tested positive for coronavirus. What did Reverend Warnock do? He said he's praying for Kelly Loeffler. He's praying for her healing. He's praying for her health uh, in this moment. And, uh, you know, I think that what black voters are thinking in this moment is that they see this the same way that they see, uh, you know, Republicans or, or folks who maybe want to quote Reverend Martin Luther King, uh, but then not, uh, you know, really uh, subscribe to, to his principles. You know, at, at, at the church where, where Martin Luther King uh, called his spiritual home, uh, that these folks are trying to, to label uh, Reverend Warnock as a radical, uh, just as they would try to, uh, you know, label some of uh, Dr. King's more, um, you know, messages that they didn't like as radical. They, they understand, uh, you know, kind of what what, what the code uh, is, even if it's it's trying to come through scripture. Well, it's interesting, you know, if, if your auntie says bless you, you know she's basically throwing shade. When a pastor says bless you when you're suffering from coronavirus, I think he's really serious about it. Um, I think just also strategically, and I'm, I'm curious about this, Andre, from your perspective, you know, there are some elements uh, in Democratic politics in, in Georgia who are saying, hey, you know, Reverend Warnock needs to go on the offensive. What is the power from a strategic messaging standpoint of this pastor saying, I know you attacked me, but you know what, it's okay, I still love you, and I hope you basically get through the coronavirus. What's the impact of that messaging-wise in Georgia right now? That's truly serving God and not mammon. So that's not being worried about the political cost of doing the right thing. But I kind of want to go back to part of Aaron's point and part of Eddie's point earlier. I actually do want Reverend Warnock to actually take this on harder and to call it out for the racism that it is. Um, you know, this has been called into question with the Trump administration because people called out his racism and he still got elected uh, president. But the empirical literature before that pointed to the fact that you need to call out racism in order for people to be able to discount it. Um, I was heartened to see a new ad that's come out where uh, Reverend Warnock has law enforcement, um, who is now coming out in defense of him and noting that he actually doesn't believe in defunding the police. I think he's going to have to do more to actively counter the negative messages that are coming out um, in order to be able to withstand this. And ultimately, at the end of the day, this is a turnout race. And so, uh, you know, whichever side does the best job at get out the vote is going to be the side that wins. Woo! Isn't that crazy? You got to turn out, Georgia. You got to turn out. Like I said, you got to turn out and you got to show out. You got to let those white nationalists know we're not going backwards. We're not. You know, before I close this show out, I want you to understand something, you know. We're not going to have no Macy Day parade. Thanks to Donald Trump and the so-called Republican fascist party. You know, they still haven't congratulated 
Joe Biden for winning. You know, let me tell you something. It was a coup. All right. They was planning a coup. I want to break it down to you before I let you listen to some friends of mine, especially on the Fillmore. Um, Larry Fillmore, he's on Peacock screening. Check his show out late night. We need to support black men on a late night because everything is white. So one of the comedians I follow, she's great. She's funny. She's a great writer. You know, um, I'm kissing her ass because, you know, I got a little crush on her. But other than that. You know, she's on Fillmore. You know, you know Larry Fillmore, eyeglasses, bald head like me. You know, big eyes. You know, can't see like me. You know, and he said back, yeah, I have some humor somewhere inside of me. It died a long time ago, but I got a show. You know, that guy. Anyway, you're going to listen to him tonight. Uh, you know, well, her. I like her. You know, I like him too. But I don't really like him like him like that. You know what I'm saying? Call us cue balls. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck that. Anyway, just having some fun. Check out his show on Peacock. Um, he was on The Daily Show some years ago, and he's a good comedian. Check his show out. And he has a great writer, and she's one of the greats. So you're going to listen to her on the ending of my show. After I did all this ranting, I want to wish you guys a safe and happy Thanksgiving, whatever left of it. But it's no hanging out on Black Friday no more. We got to get through this because this virus is killing almost 300,000 of us. That's what they're telling us. And and you know what we're up against. But they was planning a coup. Back to that. So the Republican Party was planning a coup. The coup was, if one of those other guys would have won, like Kamala Harris would have been the front runner, they could pull the coup off easier because the vote margin would have been smaller. Um, but Joe Biden was their lead dog, so it threw a monkey wrench in, thanks to the Lincoln Project and black women. Because white women, I'm not going to... Some of you, I give you a break. Those who know that their vagina is important. Them other ones, the ones who say, well, you know, those Karens, I call them. Get away! I call the police. You're looking at me. Those. Why are you in my park? Oh, my God, this is my park. You don't live in this neighborhood. Why are you coming out that house? Isn't it a BNB? You're black. You know what I'm saying. Those. They voted for Trump. 74 million Americans voted for Trump. 70 million of them motherfuckers are racist. The 400,000 of them? Ignorant motherfuckers. Ignorant. To believe the lies that propaganda has spun. So anyway, with that said, um, two more things I want to say. Thank you for listening to my crazy podcast. It's been a crazy 2020. Um, I'm going to take a few weeks off and come back with some real comedy. We're going to be talking about trying to get the comedy back out in 2021, you know, get back out there and make people laugh. I have a lot to talk about, even though we got rid of Trump, but we still didn't get rid of those minions who's in the Senate and the House and in your state governments. Those, you know, my next podcast after this, I'm going to be bringing up the puppet masters, 
trying to clean up their brand kind of thing. All right. So with that said, hey, man, listen to my girl and check out their show. Support them. I want to get on it. Every person out there know that you 100% absolutely do not have to do that. In all honesty, I would suggest you don't. And here's why. Trump supporters are racist. And if you create a space for racists to thrive, they will. And is that something you want? Truly, can Cindy come over to your house and be like, yuck, Mexicans? Because if so, you are providing a safe place for her racism to flourish. Don't be like that. <laughs> giving a racist your time and energy is like giving a seed water and light. It helps them grow into a flower, but not a normal flower. One of those terrifying flowers from Little Shop of Horrors. Isn't she great? You don't owe them anything, especially forgiveness, because it's okay if you don't forgive them for what they've done. Separating families, empowering white supremacists, God, I'm bringing hard back on. Kid Rock. Your sympathy and empathy are important and necessary gifts, but you don't have to give oh, those gifts away at the expense of humanity. It is not a white elephant party with your office. It's a red elephant party, and all of their gifts are bad and hate black people. So <laughs> if you needed someone to tell you this, here it goes. You do not have to go to their weddings and you do not have to invite them to yours. Your uncle isn't weird. Weird uncles have eye patches and tell ghost stories. Your uncle is a racist. And if he has an eye patch, you have a weird uncle who is also a racist. And whenever we can have Thanksgiving together again, you don't have to go. And if you do go, you can tell everybody that Uncle Patchy ain't shit. Now, I'm not saying anything radical. I'm not saying burn it down. Oh, God, she's yeah. good. But really, I'm not saying cuss everyone out. I'm just saying you don't have to be sweet to everyone. Kindness is your gift to dole out as you see fit. And I really want you to hear this. Searching for the good in someone who thinks nothing of you is how they condition us to become accustomed to being treated like shit. Oh, don't God, I love this girl. Being treated like shit. You don't have to be nice <sighs> to Trump supporters. You don't have to find ways to get close to them. In fact, you shouldn't get close to them because they're probably not wearing a mask. They deserve to lose and they lost. And they're allowed to be sad, but you're allowed to laugh at them because after all the things they did to us, this shit is funny as hell. <laughs> Here's what Donald Trump said yesterday in the Oval Office when he was signing the order with Attorney General William Barr right behind him. Therefore, today I'm signing an executive order to protect and uphold the free speech and rights of the American people. Currently, social media giants like Twitter receive an unprecedented liability shield based on the theory that they're a neutral platform, which they're not, not an editor with a viewpoint. Not an editor with a viewpoint. An editor with... Um, where you wouldn't have to worry about voting. You wouldn't have to worry about voting again, eh? Well, isn't that funny? Hey, listen, you listen to the crazy cold comedy show? With that, man, I have to say, <laughs> that was fucking great. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man, check out that show. Check them out. I mean, she is, isn't she great? Don't she give you wood? You know what I'm saying? Like half a wood. You know what I'm saying? Just just a little bit of wood. You know, that's my girl. I, 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 you know. And, you know, 
And if you don't like the show, who gives a shit? It's funny. It's a great show. And with that, I have to say, you guys, you guys have a great and wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, I hope we survive this shit. I really do. I hope we get through this. What is this? What, what, wait, wait, hold on. Before I leave, what, what's going on out in my parking lot? Hmm. Working hard. Yeah. Oh, campaigning. Oh. Okay. And I, I want to begin to. Eater to investigate every specific thing, but we can investigate a generalized risky business. The winner of this vote was decided by a fair and open election. This was a fair election. Unfortunately, carrots refused to concede and demanded a recount, and we're still fighting with carrots. And we're still going to fight with Carrot. With that, hey, you guys have a safe um, holiday. And check out the Larry Fillmore Show. All right? We got to support our own. All right, good night. Have a good day. You're listening to the Crazy Cold Comedy Show.